This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got some fog and mist out this morning. 54 degrees at the KVOM studios. It's Tuesday, the 12th of October, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we'll start the day out with a little bit of sunshine, and then we'll see clouds start to build in. We've got a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, and we'll have a high of 82. Those same rain chances continue with us tonight, and it won't be quite as cool. We'll have an overnight low of 68. Wednesday, a lot like today, 30% chance of rain, high in the mid-80s. Now, by Wednesday night, our rain chances increased to 50%. We could see some thunderstorm activity, mostly cloudy, low down to 68. And we've got really good chances of rain on Thursday and Friday. It could be the remnants of what is forecast to become Hurricane Pamela in the Pacific as that moisture streams into Arkansas. And depending on where that boundary stalls out, the potential for heavy rainfall could be a concern. We've got a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Thursday, clouds and a high of 80 Stormy and mild on Thursday night, and a 70% chance of rain early on Friday. But then we should start to see some clearing. Hopefully things look nice in time for the Moralton football game against Alma Friday night at Devil Dog Stadium. A lot cooler overnight Friday, low down to 51. And on the weekend, there's the fall weather we've been looking for. Sunny and a high of 69 on Saturday. Overnight lows this weekend in the mid-40s. Currently, we've got some fog and mist in 54 degrees at the KVOM studios, and we want to send out congratulations to Vicki Chisholm with the Conway County Care Center, selected as our employee of the day for today. Obituaries this morning. Mary Ellen Gray Cheek, age 87, of Moralton, died Wednesday, October 6th. A small private gathering will be held in honor of Mary Ellen for immediate family members only. Friends wishing to honor her are invited to make a donation in her name to the First United Methodist Church of Moralton. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Sarah Nell Hallett Gullett, age 87, of Apollo, died on Friday, October 8th. Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 2 at Bethel Baptist Church in Moralton, with burial following at Wolf Cemetery in Apollo, arrangements by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. John McIntosh, age 67, of Moralton, died on Wednesday, October 7th. A private memorial service will be held at a later date. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Betty Faye Bridgman Swope, age 84, of Saugahatchee, died on Friday, October 8th. She worked as a food supervisor in the Moralton School District for approximately 25 years and was a charter member of Saugahatchee Baptist Church. She is survived by her daughter, Lisa Swope of Moralton, one grandson, and three sisters. Memorial service for Betty Faye Bridgman Swope will be Saturday, October 16th at 2 p.m., at the Harris Chapel with Brother Bob Musser officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to Saugahatchee Baptist Church at P.O. Box 99 in Saugahatchee, 72156. 734, and with fog and mist, it's 54 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 82 with a 30% chance of rain this afternoon and clouds increasing throughout the day. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. 
Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 736, 54 degrees and fair with little fog and mist at the KVOM studios. The South Conway County School District's Board of Education has approved a revision to the district's continuity of services plan that now makes the wearing of face coverings for students and staff in indoor venues optional rather than mandatory. During its regular monthly meeting Monday, The board unanimously approved the recommendation from Superintendent Sean Halbrook, who believes it's best for the learning process to relax the face covering requirement. We did the face coverings and I was passionate, passionate about putting face coverings on our kids and our staff in August because of the high numbers. But I'm now, I'm just as passionate as saying I think we need relief and make it optional. Especially in our younger grades, our kids need to see the mouth move to learn how to read and sound out words correctly. I prayed about this just as much as I prayed about putting masks on. But I also think of where we're at in the community, I think the numbers have come down. We need to try to get back to as normal as possible. Since August, a face covering requirement was in place for South Conway County Schools. Unless the district community dropped to the green risk level for COVID-19 infection on the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement website, which is fewer than 10 cases per 10,000 residents. The updated plan states face coverings will be required for staff and students if the risk level is red or higher. If the risk level is orange or lower, face coverings will be optional. The red risk level indicates between 50 and 99 cases per 10,000 residents. The orange level indicates between 30 and 49 cases per 10,000 residents. The South Conway County School District is currently categorized in the yellow risk level which indicates there are between 20 and 29 cases per 10,000 residents in the community. Halbrook noted Monday night there are currently just two positive cases among students in the district. There are currently 35 active cases in all of Conway County, according to the Arkansas Department of Health. Conway County has recorded its 43rd death from COVID-19. That death reported Monday by the Arkansas Department of Health on a day in which 12 fatalities were reported statewide to bring Arkansas's total to 8,132. There have still been 21 deaths related to the virus in Perry County. No new positive cases of the virus were reported in Conway County Monday as the number of active cases declined by three for the day to 35. Three new cases were reported in Perry County where the number of active cases declined by two to 36. The health department recorded 217 new cases across the state Monday as the number of active cases dipped below 7,000 and the number of patients hospitalized decreased by three for the day. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce announces the details for its annual banquet and awards ceremony. The banquet will be held Monday, November 1st, beginning at 6 p.m. at the Workforce Training Center in Tyson Hall on the campus of the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Doors open at 5 p.m. The event will be a fun affair with entertainment from Townsend Music, hors d'oeuvres from Christie & Company, and the Southern Slippery Mobile Bar. The Chamber's Stephanie Lipsmeyer explains the highlight of the evening will be the presentation of awards 
to several distinguished citizens and community projects that have benefited the Moralton area throughout the past year. You know, the awards are what is is so deserving to a lot of people that get out there and work hard, and so we have to recognize those people as well. Nominations for the following award categories are still being accepted. Citizen of the Year, Youth Citizens of the Year, Community Project of the Year, Educator of the Year, Business Side of the Year, and Education Project of the Year. You may call, come by the Chamber Office in downtown Moralton, or go to moralton.com to fill out a nomination form. Nominations for awards will be accepted until 5 p.m. Wednesday, October 20th. Award winners will be chosen by a group of judges that review nominations made by individuals and organizations. The Earl Love Business Leader of the Year Award winner will be announced at the banquet. It's the only award chosen by previous winners. Tickets for the banquet can be purchased for $50 at the Chamber Office. Several levels of sponsorships are also available. For more information about this year's banquet or awards, contact the Chamber at 501-354-2393 or email L at moralton.com. If you're accustomed to dialing just seven digits when you're calling someone within the 501 area code, that will change effective October 24th. The North American Number Planning Administrator is making the change in an effort to make 988 the dialing code for the National Suicide Prevention and Mental Health Crisis Hotline. That means any area code that includes phone numbers that begin with the 988 must switch to 10-digit dialing. That includes Arkansas and 81 other area codes in 36 states. A $16 million courtyard by Marriott Hotel marks the start of a 52-acre commercial development in Conway. Arkansas Business reports the 108-room hotel is the first of dozens of projects planned for the Molly District at the southeast corner of East Aveward Drive and Thomas G. Wilson Drive. Other features of the $130 million development include a 480-unit, five-story apartment complex, an event center, and commercial retail, business, and office construction. The Molly District development is being spearheaded by Conway cardiologist Dr. James Thomas, who hopes to have some facets of the development up and running by early 2022. Several South Conway County School District choir members have been named to the Junior High All-Region Choir for 2021. They include Trinity Bell, 3rd Chair, Jackson Bowles, 4th Chair, Gracie Mall, 5th Chair, Henry Ganaway, 6th Chair, Selena Sosa, 13th Chair, Jacoby French, 14th Chair, Kaylee Chisholm, 20th Chair, and Wesley Watts, 24th Chair. 743, let's check markets with Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks seesawed today after opening lower, moving into the green at midday, and eventually closing in the red, with the energy sector one of the few gainers on higher oil prices. Crude oil is at a seven-year high in the U.S. after crossing the $80 line in what has been a strong rally over several months. Global shortages are largely being blamed for the move higher in prices. The U.S. 10-year yield was higher in a sign that investors expect strong economic growth to lead the Fed to hike rates sometime in the future. European and Asian markets were mixed. The Dow closed at 34,496, down 250 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,486, down 93 points. Volume was light as 735 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 74 cents at $26.03. Bank of America was down 56 cents at $43.78. 
Centerpoint Energy was unchanged at $25.54. Deering Company was down $10.58 at $332.59. Energy Corporation was down $0.51 at $102.68. Under Armour was down $0.29 at $17.46. Simmons Bank was down $0.39 at $30.32. Regions Financial was down $0.17 at $21.85. Southwestern Energy was down six cents at five dollars six cents. Tyson Foods was down twenty three cents at seventy eight dollars thirty four cents. Walmart was down thirteen cents at one hundred thirty nine dollars fifty three cents. Live Ramp was up seventy three cents at forty nine dollars twenty three cents. Interpublic Group was up fifteen cents at thirty seven dollars thirty eight cents. Nextera Energy was down two dollars thirty eight cents at seventy seven dollars eighty three cents. Natural Gas was down sixteen cents at five dollars thirty nine cents. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down $3.30 at $1,754.10. Silver was down $0.11 at $22.59. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the annual countywide fall cleanup for Conway County continues. Rural county residents can take items directly to any fire station. Thursday through Saturday, elderly or disabled residents can call the judge's office at 354-9640 today or tomorrow to have items picked up from their home at a later date. Residents of Moralton can call 354-5299, that's the landfill, today to have items picked up Wednesday and Thursday. Residents of Apollo can call 354-2454 today. Items will be picked up on Wednesday and Thursday. Residents of Menifee, can call 354-0898 today and tomorrow. Items will be picked up on Thursday. Residents of Plummerville can call 354-2015 today. Items will be picked up Wednesday through Friday. In addition, the Moralton Landfill will be open Saturday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. for free dumping for all Conway County residents. We had announced that the Conway County Library's bookmobile would be resuming operations today. There is a one-day delay. They're anticipating that The stops will begin on Wednesday. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is updating the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program 2 for contract producers of eligible livestock and poultry and producers of specialty crops and other sales-based commodities. The deadline to apply for or modify applications through the Farm Service Agency is today. Eligible producers in Conway, Perry, or Faulkner counties can contact the FSA office in Moralton at 354-2000, extension 2. Pettyjean State Park is hosting its annual Senior American Special today through Thursday with free programs, demonstrations, music, and various other entertainment opportunities geared for senior citizens. For more information or a complete schedule of events, contact the park, pettyjean at arkansas.com, 727-6512, or go to pettyjeanstatepark.com. The Conway County Hospital Board meets today at noon in the community room of the Hickey Outpatient Clinic Building. The Atkins School Board will present the annual report to the public tonight at 5 in the district's multipurpose board building. The regular monthly meeting of the school board follows at 5.15. The Plummerville Planning and Zoning Commission will meet tonight at 6 in the community room. The Moralton Lodge of Freemasons meets tonight at 7. The Moralton Knights of Columbus will meet tonight at 7 at the Hall on North Cedar Street. Pleasant Springs Missionary Baptist Church, Highway 9 in Birdtown, is having a revival tonight at 7 with Brother Mike Haney as an evangelist. Mount Pleasant Missionary Baptist Church, Highway 92 in the Hill Creek community, will have its next community outreach 
Wednesday, 5.30 till 7.30, the church will offer food boxes, clothing, and prayer, and will be serving a meal for all those who arrive between 5.30 and 6.30. The Conway County Election Commission meets Thursday at noon in the first floor conference room of the courthouse in Moralton, and the Perryville City Council meets Thursday night at 6.30 at the Perryville City Council meeting room. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 730. So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen, whenever it's convenient for you, search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 749, it's fair with some fog and mist, 54 degrees at the KVOM studios. KVOM's morning Newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Cave, you news, Wycliffe Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton High School will recognize and celebrate the 1971 state championship football team during a ceremony prior to this Friday night's game against Alma. Team members will gather in the hospitality room at Devil Dog Arena at 5.30 p.m. for refreshments and will be recognized on the field at 6.45 prior to the 7 p.m. kickoff from Devil Dog Stadium. The Bigelow High School football team remains at number two in Class 2A in this week's Arkansas Sports Media High School football poll. At 6-0, the Panthers are the only remaining unbeaten team in Class 2A. Bigelow received three first-place votes this week, but again, it trailed number one McCrory in the rankings. Des Arca is ranked third in the state. Clarendon comes in at number four, followed by Fordyce at number five. Bigelow goes on the road to face Johnson County Westside this week. Class 5A rankings have Pulaski Academy as the unanimous number one team in the state. The Bruins are followed in the top five by Valonia, Greenbrier, Whitehall, and Little Rock Christian. Harrison received five votes this week to place eighth in the rankings. The Marlton High School volleyball team looks to extend its lead in the 4A Central Conference race when the Devil Dogs play host Lone Oak tonight inside Devil Dog Arena. Action starts at 4.30 p.m. And that is sports this morning. All right, Eric. Thank you for those sports updates here on this Tuesday morning. It's now 7.51. We've got uh, some lingering fog in portions of Conway County this morning. 54 degrees here at the KVOM studios. We'll have increasing clouds throughout the day today. Our high of 82 expected. We also have a slight chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Then tonight, another 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Our low of 68 degrees. Same chance Wednesday. Our high of 84 or otherwise uh, partly cloudy skies. Wednesday night, that's going to increase to a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a low of 68. Thursday, another 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high of 80. 
Thursday, uh, Thursday night, 60% chance of showers, low down to 66. And then we'll see a bigger chance Friday, up to a 70% chance and a high of 80. And then a slight chance Friday night as things uh, move out. It looks to be a nice weekend. Saturday, sunshine, high of 69. And then Sunday, sunny skies and a high of 72. So nice weekend in store, but uh, quite a bit of rainfall uh, here uh, for the uh, next several days. Let's take a look at current conditions here at the KVOM studios. Our humidity is at 100%. Our wind speed is calm right now. Barometric pressure 30.01 inches. Our dew points at 54 degrees. And our visibility is uh, just at a mile here this morning due to uh, the portions of our lingering fog here in uh, Moralton. Uh, the low this morning was 50 degrees. The high yesterday made it up to 80. The low a year ago, 64 with a high of 80. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios and our total for the year remaining at 39.36 inches. Sunset tonight, 641, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 715, when you join us for Mornings in Moralton right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, we've got a little bit of fog, otherwise fair skies and 54 degrees here at 753. Our Tuesday morning edition of News Watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Once again, you're listening to KVOM's Tuesday morning edition of News Watch. Now 7.59. We've got fair skies and 54 degrees here at the KVOM studios. And we're back with our close-up segments this morning, visiting with uh, Kyle Duvall and Chase Lewis on behalf of the Sacred Heart basketball teams. Uh, gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we are uh, certainly excited to uh, hear about uh, the uh, Sacred Heart uh, teams this year. First up, uh, talking to uh, Kyle Duvall, uh, the girls coach. Uh, Kyle, how is the girls team looking so far this year? We're looking pretty good you know it's always excited to, to come talk to you about our basketball teams and we know that season's you know right right around the corner and uh, you know junior high we're we're looking to have a good year this year you know one of the things that, that we talked about from the summer is you know just come in and work hard on our fundamentals and just keep getting better day by day and and uh, you know we're we're excited about that group and you know with my senior high you know it's a uh, we lost we lost four seniors last year for graduation and, and had a really good year last year and you know, over the summer, it was nice to be able to, you know, get back into some, some team camps and, and really play and, you know, really felt like we needed that, especially, you know, with 10 or 11 players and, you know, half of those being freshmen and sophomores. So we are fairly young, um, you know, um, we're, we're just continuing to build depth off the bench. And I think, you know, early on in the, in the non-conference, that's going to be key for us to find. we got, you know, we have more size this year than I feel like we've had in the past. And so, you know, that's a, that's a good thing. And, you know, just find, trying to find some combinations early on uh, to get ready for conference, um, you know, play in, in November. But I'm really excited about my senior high group. We've got great leadership from our seniors, Halen Holzman, Carly Cooper, Riley Oliver, and Anna Reese Jones. You know, um, I love what they're doing and, and what they bring to the, you know, practice every single day and, and just the way they're leading the team. And, you know, we set high goals and, uh, you know, I think we're, uh, I think we're ready to go. I know at this point, you know, you, you're kind of getting tired of practicing against each other and you're ready to go play somebody. And so, you know, we're looking forward to, to Friday, uh, Thursday night for junior high, red, white, and, and 
Friday night for senior high, and, and I know the kids are excited about this upcoming year. And, and, you know, we always have high expectations, high goals for our teams, and, and that's no different this year. And so we're excited to get going. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun year and, and come out and watch us. All right, fantastic. Again, uh, certainly excited to see how the uh, Sacred Heart girls uh, uh, do this year. Also, we're visiting with uh, Chase Lewis, the boys coach. Uh, Chase, good morning. Good morning. Uh, how are How's the boys team uh, looking for this season? So we're working hard. Um, we're trying to kind of create a culture here, um, trying, to, trying to do things a little bit different. Um, we've definitely put in the time and the, the hours and the, and the effort. The guys are working hard. Um, we're still trying to define kind of who who we're going to be and what we're trying to you know what we're trying to accomplish this year. Um, we're trying to see you know still trying to find out who's going to be our guys this year. That's really going uh, to lead our team and trying to define some leaders. Um, you know we're getting close to season now, so I keep trying to stress that uh, you know we got to have guys that are going to step up to the plate. You know and they're going to do things uh, the right way for us and trying to define that culture, that togetherness, you know that respect, that selflessness. Uh, those those components into one thing and trying to find those guys that who are going to do that for us. Um, kind of what Kyle was saying, I'll talk about junior high first. Junior high, of course, um, you know, they had a rough season last year, a uh, real rough season. And so we're trying to, um, you know, make some adjustments and uh, kind of take over kind of some, some new offenses and stuff like that. Um, and, and, and since I've been here in July, we're trying to, uh, you know, implement a lot of new things on the offensive side of the ball for zone sets, you know, man man offense, whatever it is. Um, and so that's for junior high and senior high. Um, I got some junior high guys, though, that are hungry. You know, they want to win. Uh, you know, they, they only won a couple games last year, and so they're, they're, they want to win, and they're working hard, and they're buying in. Uh, you know, I got a couple guys, definitely my ninth grade class, and we got five ninth graders on that group, and you know they're 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 really wanting to win because they haven't had a whole lot of success yet, um, and so those guys are hungry, um, and and all those guys are really working hard. I got Rowdy Warren; he's going to work hard for us and kind of lead our team. He's been kind of defined as uh, our leader for that group, and he's kind of ahead of some of the others. So he's he's really working hard for us and kind of leading our leading our crew. As far as senior high goes. Um, I've had complete buy-in from them. Um, they've been really working hard and uh, really buying into what we're trying to trying to do here. Um, learning the offenses and it's a totally different game than what they've been used to. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, they we've had a lot of lot of time court time trying to prepare and uh, get this stuff initiated. Uh, we've been spent a lot of time in the weight room too, which we're, we've gotten a lot stronger. Um, so I think that's going to help us out a lot. Um, Jake Swindle, he's really uh, leading our crew. I got another kid, Jack Poole. Um, those two, if, if I was, you know, kind of leading us, uh, Peyton Palladino, those three guys are uh, really, I think, going to lead our lead our team this year. Jake's, Jake's gonna, Jake has a big role. He knows his role, and so um, I think that uh, we're going to do some. I think we're going to do some surprising things this year for for both junior high and senior high. So we're we're super excited. I can promise you, the guys are excited because. <laughs> they're ready to see some different different faces instead of just competing against ourselves in practice. All right. Well, we're certainly uh, looking forward to uh, seeing how uh, both the boys and uh, girls teams uh, do this year for both uh, junior high and high school. And of course, exciting week again, folks, the red-white games this week along with the uh, homecoming celebrations. Uh, gentlemen, anything else to mention this morning? 
think that's it. Uh, just Friday, you know, we'll, our games will start at 6, and our homecoming walk will start at 5.30. And then uh, Thursday is junior high, and those games will start at 6 o'clock as well. So. All right, great. Again, we've been visiting this morning with Kyle Duvall and Chase Lewis on behalf of Sacred Heart Basketball. Gentlemen, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you so much thank for having you. us. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.